Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Movement Theories podcast. Merry Christmas! This is our Christmas episode, and today we're joined by Tifei. For those of you who are new here, this is the podcast that discusses everything theatre. So we're looking at all sorts of topics that revolve around the world of theatre. You can go check out some of our previous stuff. Once you've watched this episode, we talk about everything. This episode, however, is going to be discussing being a child actor and how life is like as a child actor. We'll be talking about topics from choosing to go to drama school after having a successful career as a child actor and why you do that, all the way to topics like missing Christmas and performing on you know Christmas Eve and Boxing Day and all these things and not being home for that. So welcome to Movement Theories podcast. We hope you enjoy. Why don't you introduce yourself? Who are you? Um, how old are you? All of, all of that little stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Hi, I'm Tifei. I'm 16 and I'm doing a diploma at Bird College. Nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you can keep it rolling. It's absolutely fine. Um, we've got a brand new camera person today. So, you know, they're getting used to the ropes. Uh, we'll see how this episode goes. Hopefully it's hopefully it's fine. Uh, yeah, so, so Tifa, you're a, a child, child actor. How did yeah. you get involved in that? And what age as well like, so did you get involved? I roughly got into it about, I think, 10 years old. I got yeah. my first agent because we used to do this thing called Western Experience, okay, which nice. is like, you like learn like musical like pieces. Like we used to do like, cause I was in the baby group and my brother was in the oldest group. Right. And so like we'd learn like pieces and then we'd perform it on like a Sunday. Mm -hmm. And from there, like my singing teacher, he ended up becoming an agent. Ah, that's really so handy. He was really lucky. Wow, really lucky. <laughs> and so he uh, said to me, he was like, I'm becoming an agent. And I really I really want you as one of my first clients. Wow. And my parents, because like, I come from a really academic family. Yeah, so it me was, too. Yeah, it was a bit of a shock um, when I said I actually wanted to take it seriously. And like, I started doing like singing and stuff. Because I came like, for, me and my parents, we, we were the family that went to church every Sunday. Mm -hmm. The only time I'd be singing is like in choir. Yeah. And so then from like about 10 years old, I got my first audition. It was in UK, so I'd have to fly over because I used to live in Jersey, Channel Islands. Damn. So it was about like a 45 minute plane journey, which isn't, isn't that bad, but like a the A plane money, journey is a plane journey. Yeah, yeah exactly. Stuff. And so like my dad would take me to auditions all the time or any audition I had, I'd have to fly over every single time. Hmm. And it was becoming a hassle. And so when I auditioned for Matilda, which was my first show, we lied and said that I lived in the UK because... We thought it was like an experience. Are we allowed to like air this? Are we allowed to, is this, is this public? Now, oh, yeah. they know, perfect. You <laughs> know what? Know I didn't want you to out yourself on the podcast and suddenly get rung up and be no, like, yeah. yeah, when you turn 18 year old, there's going to be nothing there. We're yeah. taking it all away. That'd be like, terrible. Yeah, we told them. We were like, because um, we thought it was going to be just an experience. Like, yeah. you're like, just get used to this. Your first audition. Yeah. We don't expect much. And then the rounds kept going and going. And my parents were like, maybe she could actually do this. Yeah. And then when we got the call, I remember we got the call that I got in, but I was at school. And I okay. remember my parents, they're like, they don't really, ugh, they just don't eat junk food, which is mm -hmm. the opposite of me. So they took me to Pizza Express one day and I was thinking, no, this ain't you guys. This yeah, yeah, odd. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they told me that I got to Matilda and I actually couldn't believe it. it that crazy. is crazy. No, genuinely, I was, it was like first like West End show. I did not expect my first audition to get in. Yeah. But then the thing happened where they were like, how are we going to get you over to the UK though? Because we can't so fly true. you over each week for yeah. shows. But like, I feel like getting through that whole audition process started to make my parents realise that mm -hmm. like, I started to take acting and singing seriously. Yeah. Because after Matilda, we just assumed I was going to move back to UK. Until like when I found out about Sylvia Young, that's pretty much the only reason I stayed in the UK. Damn. Yeah. But yeah. it was a hassle, I'm not going to lie. That's crazy. Um, so you moved then to England. Yeah. 
That's a big thing. Yeah, it was massive because like Jersey, it's a little island. Everybody knows everyone. Coming to UK, like seeing trains, seeing how packed it was. Mm -hmm. That was a lot, especially at 11 years old. 11? Yeah. Wow. And I didn't even move with my parents. When I was in Matilda, I lived with my auntie. And then, because my parents stayed in the UK for uh-huh. my brother, because he was still doing GCSEs at the time. Because yeah. we're six years apart. And he's very academic, so they love that. They've got one academic one and then one yeah. vocational, so they have a bit of both. But, like, I was with my auntie for about six months when I was in Matilda. And then I'd only see my parents, like, maybe once every month. And, like, it started to really get on me the more I got through yeah. it. Because I think I didn't realise how hard it was. Because as a kid, I just thought of it as a big sleepover. Yeah. But the more it went over, the more I realised I, like, I actually do miss my parents a lot. Yeah, as 11 years old, that's a massive thing to have to handle. Yeah. And like, when I was 11, I was, I don't know, I was just doing my thing. Like, nothing <laughs> in my life was, like, big or scary or nerve-wracking, you know. I was yeah. just having fun. I uh, was just being a kid. Yeah. And you were being a performer. Yeah. Like, at such a young age, I can just imagine that being quite quite difficult yeah it was a lot of responsibility put on me very quickly yeah and even like even though like i had to go to a completely different school because i'd been going to the same school literally since like Mm -hmm. birth and then i got to year six and i had to leave and this new school that my cousin went to and of course they all knew each other but i didn't know any of them Mm, yeah so getting thrown into that and then also going into musical theater where a lot of kids they start it at a very young age but me, like, I wasn't like that. I was always the kid that had to do my times tables at the like at the table with my dad. Yeah. I never even like thought of this actually being like a possibility for me. Mm-hmm. So when I got into it, a lot of people were like, Oh yeah, I do stage boxer like on Saturdays, I do this, I do that. But I was I had no idea what they were talking about. So I feel like I think I underestimated how much like talent I had as a little kid. Because mm. in Matilda, I think I second guessed myself a lot. Right. Which I thought was a, it was really good for me to go to theatre school after because it really built built up my confidence to get into other shows after. Yeah, and so that theatre school was sorry. Disclaimer: my I'm I'm not very well. I, I feel under weather, so my voice it, it is a bit ropey, and sometimes I'm just gonna need to pause and have a little drink. Uh, so tell me about Sylvia Young and like the process of uh, getting into it. Why you chose Sylvia Young as yeah. well, and what they've done for you. So, like, when I was in Matilda, my Amanda Thripp went to Sylvia's. And I remember she told me, like, in a random conversation as well. It wasn't even like I was, like, mm. really wanting to go to uh, theatre schools. But I remember telling my mum about it. And, like, one thing about Jersey, it's a lovely place to go to. Like, a lot of people go there when they retire because it's really sweet. There's beaches everywhere. Mm. But, like, if you want to pursue a career in performing arts especially, there's nowhere to do it in Jersey. I think, like, you only actually do, like, dance as, like, a hobby. Or, like, you just do it on, a, like, a Saturday if you want to. So when I told them about it, they started to realise, or like, if if Faye actually wants to pursue this, we actually have to let her, we can't hold her back. So, like, I remember telling them, and they're like, you know what, let's just go for it, let's see what happens. And, like, Sylvia's, I think I had at least four auditions. And, again, oh. this was so nerve-wracking. This is my second audition yeah. ever. And I remember, I think it was a singing audition first where they taught us a song. And me, I always preferred singing when I was younger because I was like, that's just something natural that's within me. Yeah. But when I remember when I finally got into Sylvia's, I got full scholarship. That, nice. oh my gosh, yeah. my parents were so yeah, happy. They for could, sure, I'm sure. couldn't believe it. Because theatre schools are really expensive. Mm-hmm. Like for the amount of training they give you though, it does make sense. But like my parents did not expect that much of a theatre school. So they were like, they always used to tell me, if you don't get in, like if you do get in, but you don't get a scholarship, you won't be able to go. And we're sorry for that, but we will do our best. Yeah. So when they found out I got full scholarship, they were generally over the moon. And like they've supported me ever since. So when I went to Sylvia's, they literally gave me the best training I could have asked for because they built up my dancing to the point where now 
my dancing and singing, I believe, is at the same level now. Where, like, especially with musical theatre, always, like, the first round will be a dancing round. And then they'll see if you can sing or it'll be the other way round. Yeah. So I'd like to say, because the best thing if you want to get into the industry is to be a triple threat. Do you think you're a triple threat? I'd class myself as yeah. a triple threat, yeah. You must be quite a good actor as well to have... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like acting. Yeah. Where would you put acting against? Because you said singing, dance or evening. Is yeah. acting above or below that? Oh, that's a really good question. I don't know. <laughs> I think... It's because I'm really random, but I think I'm starting to enjoy acting more than I've ever enjoyed dancing and singing. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Since coming to Bird. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And singing. I didn't, I never enjoyed singing until yeah. I came to Bird. And then I was like, oh, this is, this is all right. Yeah, I think it's because like dancing and singing used to give me so much stress, especially yeah. like if I can't reach this note, I'd be so annoyed. Or if I can't get the right dance step, it annoying me. But with mm -hmm. acting, I don't know why. It's something that just comes natural. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know, I really like, I really have started to enjoy acting, especially coming to Birds. Yeah, I think what's been great is like the opportunity that you have just to, to play and to try yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know what uh, who your teacher is, but the teacher that we have, um, like I'm always just being like, oh, I'll go up and, and try something. Yeah. And I think beforehand, it was very much like I went up, tried, like before coming here, I'd go up and try things and like maybe it didn't work and, it, mm. and then that was it. But here it's like, I feel like I get a real... Um, like insight from him, yeah. and just in terms of just like so many different things that I can I can try. I remember the the first scripts that we did. I don't know why, but I just made a really bold wrong acting <laughs> choice, and I just took it the complete wrong yeah. way. And he was like, "Hmm, really choice. interesting." Yeah, that's um. <laughs> so I, I would like to know why you've done that, but we should also maybe just try try this out. Yeah. And I did, and it was like so much better. And yeah, I think our first kind of mock audition type things we've done with acting like I yeah. felt so like pleased of it yeah um and then with singing singing the mock of the mock brilliant yeah the actual actual mock oh my that was terrible <laughs> yeah 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 because the feedback I'd got from my first one was like just tone it down a little bit mm. and then I toned it down way too much oh, and then yeah. when we actually had like the head of singing watching it she was like oh it's interesting uh, maybe just milk it a bit more yeah. I was like oh okay yeah. um so yeah I really like it and yeah. I think it's really really encouraging me um how much dance have you done then because yeah. and, and what characters had you played in in Matilda yeah um yeah, did and yeah, I don't know. Just kind of, I like that. Like, I love dance. Yeah. I think dance is such a, like a, I think it's brilliant and yeah, all the different really styles and stuff. Really yeah, like. I love one thing. I love is like all different type, like mm -hmm. styles of dance. Like I love learning about different styles of dance, especially like now with musical theatre. Like even say Hamilton is is such a hip hop musical, yeah. but a mix like fusions of contemporary and all that. Like you need to know all your styles. Like because I want when I say like I want to be all rounded, I mean in every single mm. aspect. Because like. My most dancey role, like when I was in Matilda, before this is before I had any dance training or anything, but I played Alice, who's one of the dance characters. So like she'd either be at the front or mm. she'd be in the middle, and I was like, okay, I need to get this right. Because yeah. there's people around me that have been dancing all their life, and I'm like, okay, I've got to get, get this right. And then I got put in the opening night team, and I was like, oh, I've done it. And then we got a, we got to like perform on BGT as like wow. a showcase. And when yeah. I got picked for that, oh my, I think I cried when I found out. Yeah. I was so happy because I, I could not believe it because I always second guess myself thinking that I wasn't the best dancer. Mm -hmm. But like going on BGT as well, like I even look back at it now and I'm thinking, you know what, for an 11 year old, mm. I did that. It's crazy <laughs> like how many rounds there actually are. Like sure, you've got the auditions to get into a company, yeah. but then it's like rounds to be like to be picked for. Um, a certain like group yeah um, and then there's rounds to be picked to do extra things yeah like, like there's oh so many gosh. things that you 
you're always being auditioned for. Mm. Um, it's kind of, I have a saying of like, every day is an audition. Yeah, I guess 100%. it's kind of just true. You know, if you want to be picked for things, even inside what you've already got into, you kind of have to stay on your, stay on your A game. Yeah. Um, after Matilda, what, what else have you done? Oh, then I went, my next musical was Annie. Well, that was my first lead role because I played Annie yeah. in that. And that was like, that was crazy. Because of course, I was so grateful for being in Matilda. But mm. when, I, when I was given Annie, I was like, okay, I need to step it up now. Because at this point, I think I was 13. And the difference between Annie and Matilda was that now Annie was a UK tour. So I actually had to be leaving home like every week. Yeah, And so wow. luckily I was like in like year nine then. So I wasn't focusing on my studies yet. But it was when I did Bugsy UK tour, that was when I was in year 11. And I was getting to GCSEs and my parents were like, should she do this? Like, because of course, like, I'm actually not like, people think as well that I've gone into musical theatre because I'm dumb. But like, I'm actually quite <laughs> smart. Like, I've passed my GCSEs quite nicely. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well done us. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud. <laughs> totally. But like, with Annie, Annie yeah. was my first ever UK tour. And that I really, really enjoyed. Like, I love like traveling. That's mm -hmm. my one thing. But because once I started getting into musical theatre, travelling with my family started to die down because you never know when you're going to get an email saying you've got an audition. Mm. Or like I've had it where I was like, we'll say, oh, we're going on holiday. And then you get an email saying you've got an audition. I've got to say no to it. And then I'm thinking, what happens if I got into that, though? That could be another job that could yeah. have done. And I guess all of it's experience as well. Yeah. And at this age, at the age that you were at and also this age, like education, obviously, very important. Your GCC is important. Yeah. But the experience of doing a professional job is probably more important yeah. in, a, in a way it's like as long as you kind of keep up in your own time mm. is it like not many people get to have the opportunity to experience yeah. at a professional job of that age whereas kind of generally everyone mm. gets to give virtues to yeah. a crack and like you meet lifelong friends as yeah well from it. Like oh yeah i'm sure even like in annie there's a girl called sienna and she was my tessie and she literally goes to bird right now and like she's one of my best friends really yeah sienna sienna, sienna. from kelly yeah she, no. was, she was in annie with me no, she wasn't. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, she was an annual bee. So I've literally known her for years. I did not know that. And I oh, love man. that girl my whole heart. Yeah. Like, genuinely. I am, I'm, wow, okay. Yeah. That's, that's very cool, though. That's yeah. very cool. She doesn't speak about it. No, yeah. You don't speak about it. I just saw it yeah. because, uh, I don't know, I was following people from Burnham and I just saw it in your bar and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's pretty groovy. And I was I just kept it in the bank. I was like, maybe a future podcast yeah. there. Because what I really love as well is like the fact, like, I think once I get it, I'm just like, okay, that's on my CV and I'm really proud of it. I'm, re I'm proud yeah. of my memories and all that. And I love like when people find out they've actually been in shows as well. Like, I don't know, I think... I got used to the fact of like just not speaking about it. So mm. when people at Bird actually started to find out about it, like I thought it was going to be such a black hole, big thing, but people mm. actually took it as like so sweet and they were like proud of my achievements, yeah. which I thought was really, really sweet at Bird. Yeah. It's nice having like a supportive community. Yeah. You know, not people who are just like jealous. What was Bugsy like? And was that again like your third or fourth audition that you've ever had? Or did you have a few more in between? Have you had to handle rejection as well? Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah. I would say between Annie and Bugsy, that was my biggest time off of like jobs because especially it got into lockdown mm. and like, I don't know what it was, but not being in a job, I, I kind of just felt disconnected from the theatre world. Yeah. Like I started to struggle so much because I was like, I really do miss being in theatre. Did you not do Amdram? What's Amdram? Amateur. <laughs> Our camera person is just like, yeah. I've never heard of Amdram. I've only done it the year before Bird or two years. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's just like your local theatre group. Oh no, I live in Rainham Essex, ain't nothing there. Oh, is there not? Right. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing there. I'm from Devon and there is one thing oh. and it's the thing that I did for the last mm. couple of years. Um, yeah, Amdram, it's a very... But I'm going to use it. I've never heard of Amdram before, no. It's probably because you do West End. Like, you don't need to know about Amdram, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. 
Like I'm driving, like mm, you know, you're getting paid. <laughs> We're paying. That's the difference. Um, so yeah, yeah Bugsy. Yeah. Um, that is a really cool show. Yeah, I love Bugsy. I love. You know I, what the worst thing was though? I didn't know about it before the audition. I had to watch it with, um, my, with my mum because I had to watch it twice because I didn't understand it. As a kid, I love Bugsy Malone. It was yeah. one of my comeback to like show. Uh, um, yeah. Well, not shows though, the movie like actually Bugsy Malone. Mm. Love, love it. It's yeah. it's so good. And the, the, the kind of splurge guns and all yeah, of that. Yeah, I think it was my favourite show I've ever been in. Yeah. Just because of the splurge battle at the end. Like, yeah. I'm getting pies to the face. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. it was amazing. Yeah. And I love the character I played. Just Tallulah, she's such a rich girl. Damn. <laughs> that's, that's a really... That's a really... Firstly, um, well done for getting that part. Like, that's, <laughs> a, that's a great character to play. Um, but also, like, yeah. Like, the, the, the process of, of kind of getting to that part. Yeah. Was it more difficult than you previously experienced? Because you said yeah. about a gap being bigger. Yeah, because there was there was a much bigger gap. So when I got uh, the email about Bugsy, I was like, you know what? I want to really get yeah. back into theatre. And I feel like, especially getting older now, I started to become more cautious about like the choices I was making. That's good. Especially like when I started, yeah, it's <laughs> really good. Because <laughs> when I was in like Matilda and Annie, because I was younger, I would just do whatever my dad told me. Because uh-huh. even though my dad knows nothing about theatre, he's the type of guy to be like, mm, that was pitchy, that was mm. flat, even though he doesn't know anything about pitchy and flat. But like, whatever my dad said, I was like, yeah, I'll just do that. But then as I got older, I started realising that Tallulah, like, out of all the characters, she's, like, a grown-up character. So I was like, I need to start making choices for myself and how she would do it. Yeah. So my dad kind of gave me the reins and was like, you know, in the audition, do what you want. Mm-hmm. Just, like, we'll see how it goes. I remember the first audition, it was they, it was just the song. They just wanted to hear us sing the whole song. Not even the whole song, like, a verse and a chorus. And I remember I watched Jodie Foster's one because I didn't realise as well that it wasn't even the kids in the movie that were singing. Like, I always wondered. I was like, that looks really hmm. that looks really off. Yeah. But I realised it's because they purposely got adults to sing over yeah, the kids. Yeah, yeah. And so I watched, like, the way Jodie Foster would move and the way she was like, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to try to imitate that. Mm-hmm. Because we had to do it. We had to sing in a semicircle of the, the other two Lulus auditioning and then there were blousies behind us sitting on the floor. And like we couldn't actually like act it or anything or move around because we're in a semicircle. We just had to stand there like that for 20 seconds and sing the song. And then they're like, okay, that's enough. We'll, we'll email you and see if you get it. And then I got to the second round and then we actually had to do like the monologue at the start, just introducing Fat Sam's and then actually sing the rest of the song now. And so we sang the rest of the song. Bear in mind, this is the first audition I've ever done where I have to sing the song in front of other people auditioning as well. So we actually got to see how every d- other girl like, interprets yeah. it. Did that influence? Yeah, I think? feel like seeing oh, someone yeah. before you, some people would be like, oh, I think she did that nicely, I'm going to take that. Or they, someone would do something, you'd be like, oh, I don't think I'm going to take that. Yeah, but make I, sure I don't do what they just yeah, did. Yeah, but I think some people, I think they may have got manipulated and thinking, oh, maybe they like that, I'll do it. But then that could have mm. jeopardised them getting yeah. the job. I think uh, something that's so important is doing what you've prepared. Yeah, exactly. You know, do trying not, not to day. be too influenced. Exactly. Uh, I've got an awful example of this, uh, which was my GSA recall. Yeah. And I come in prepared with, with everything. You know, I did the acting went well, did the, did the, the dance bit went really well. Yeah. Uh, came to singing and... I'm um, talking to a guy, we've got the same song because mm. they gave us a list. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, oh, what are you doing for? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this cut. And he, sh- and he shows me the cut. He's doing. I was like, oh, I didn't really have to do a cut. I was just yeah. going to do the whole song. Yeah. I was like, no, no, they, they, they said in the email, did you not see? And I was like, oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, I'll just do the cut that you've done. I go up, do the cut he does, doesn't work. It's awful. Oh, no. So bad. He gets up, does the whole song after he sees it not work for me and then be confused. Oh, and then he gets my... like another call back and I go home and I'm like, wow. <sighs> Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't have I got that. screwed out. I've really oh, screwed s- out. No, I'd be so upset. Yeah. I was like, you know what? 
I'm just going to make sure that never happens again. No, but yeah. I got a bird, so I was exactly. fine. Exactly, you know? it will happen for a yeah. reason. So, I mean, this place has been great. No, uh, and exactly. I think the dance training is what I need yeah, as well. You I know? need it as well. And like, an ensemble gives you so much more option yeah. as jobs. And I think what I've learned from the podcast I've done previously is that if you are thinking about wanting to go for like lead parts, main parts, work on the acting and singing in your own time. Because yeah. bird covers um the dance yeah. covers your ensemble stuff and then gives you like a good foundation in acting and singing yeah if you want any more than that that's kind of you your responsibility to yeah, take exactly um because some places just focus on those those yeah. elements whereas as bird don't i think before the recording you'd mentioned that you've missed christmases yeah doing shows i don't know was it has it been a couple christmases or does it was it just one i think it was just one christmas i don't just think one. in annie i know i was i performed the week before and then the days leading up to christmas but then after christmas i was off mm-hmm. But of Bugsy, because we were touring still, I performed Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, yeah. Boxing Day. So I was just dotted all around Christmas. Yeah. The only day I really had off was Christmas. And that was touring. and Yeah. Wow. So I think this being our Christmas episode, I think we should probably talk about the fact that as a child actor, your Christmas was very much affected. Yeah, yeah. a lot. And you did you have to spend actual Christmas Day still where you were on the tour like with people yeah like I, I remember i think i spent some of my christmases with the cast instead of my actual family and i just get when you're on tour as well you get like 10 minutes on the phone with your parents like in the morning yeah and then you get 10 minutes on the phone with them at night time other than that you only call them for like emergencies and especially because i was a child actor they'd take my phone so i actually wouldn't have it in bugsy because i was 15 going 16 you only actually become an adult in theatre terms when you're 16. Mm-hmm. So they still had to take my phone all the time. That must be I, so rough. Because you're a teenager. Yeah. You know, you start to like feel just more rebellious. Yeah, and, exactly. Like, like I had to be taken to the bathroom. When I went to the toilet, a chaperone would have to take me to the oh, toilet. Man. And I was like, you, could, you can let me go. I know where yeah. it is. But because I like, still legally, I was a kid, they'd have to take me everywhere. Yeah. And like I remember there was one girl who turned 16 halfway through the contract because she legally was an adult. She had to get her own changing room. She wasn't allowed to be with the kids anymore. Mm. Even though like I was 15, but then everybody else yeah. in, my, in my group at least were like 12, mm. 13, 11. Yeah. So I was like the mum of the group, basically, even though I was 15. You you get that a lot in Amdram, this thing that you've never heard of, <laughs> um, which is where, because of the whole like legality thing and um, you still have to have chaperones. Yeah. It's just on, obviously on a much smaller level. Mm. Um the, the couple of shows that I did before I came to Bird, because there weren't as many guys in it, we always just got stuck in the disabled toilet of the yeah. theatre. Because there weren't <laughs> enough changing rooms for, like, they had over 16 girls, under 16 girls, whatever, yeah. under 16 boys. And the over 16 guys were just in a, in a loo because they just ran out of chain, um, changing rooms yeah. and, and space and stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's one of those annoying things, isn't it, mm. um, that you just have to experience as you kind of yeah. grow up and, and get a little yeah. bit older. Um, and going back to like Christmas, just wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, what was it like? It, just, to be honest though, I don't know why, I didn't expect it to be as hard because especially my dad's the type of dad, he's like, persevere, fate, yeah. this is the thing you want to do, you can do it. My mum's the one, she'll be like, I miss you so much, come back home. <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't help though. But no, <laughs> that, made like, oh, that, <laughs> that made it worse. That made it worse because I'd always talk to my mum first. I'd be like, mum, how are you doing? She's like, I miss you so much. And then my dad would be like, okay, give me the phone, let me speak business. Yeah, business. And my dad was always just like, I know this is going to be hard on you, but yeah. like, you got, you got to understand this is your dream. You knew it was going to come easy because mm. like, nothing in theatre comes easy because there's so many of us in the industry. Like, yeah. we're going to have to get used to these hard times. So I feel like having, like, two parents that are completely, like, polar opposites did quite help. But also being surrounded a cast as well that you've literally been touring around. We've been living together pretty much yeah. for, like, six months now. We literally love each other. So we're like, mm-hmm. you know what? 
I'll make I'll make like use of it. We had a nice Christmas dinner as well. It was really sweet. So like it was even though it was hard, it was hard not seeing my family and like seeing the family pictures and I wasn't there. I was like, wow, that did really hit me. But yeah. it, it's all worth it. And I think at a young age, you know, it's gonna be difficult. Yeah, I think it's just being aware of the fact as well um, that it's a struggle. Yeah. What I'm really interested in is why with all this wealth of experience, mm-hmm. um, kind of at the end of the day, why did you choose to to come to drama school? Because yeah. I'm sure there would have been an option just to try and keep going. Yeah. You know, go into, from being a child actor and just keep going as an actor mm. and not necessarily train. Yeah. So you've taken the decision to come here. Yeah. Why was that? What's influenced that? I feel that? like, because now that I'm getting older, like, I'm not a child actor anymore. I'm going to start actually getting into where I'm going to be, like, in adult cast now. Because even mm. when I was in Bugsy, some of the adults, I think she was 19 when I was 15. She wasn't even that much older than me. Yeah. But, like, I feel going into, like, mature acting is so much different from child acting. And my parents knew there was only so much that I knew yeah. from learning from Sylvia's, but I needed to go on to the next step. Especially, like, there's so much at Bird that they've taught me that I had no clue of. Even, like, say, like, in uh, the musicals I've been in, they've all been American accents. I just mimicked what I heard off TV. Everything on Disney yeah, Channel, that's what I've been I just doing. mimicked it. Yeah. And then coming here, and we actually have classes where you have to learn accents. You've got to learn ensemble singing. Like, I've never had lessons where you have to learn ensemble singing. Mm-hmm. I always thought, like, in my head, I was always like, okay, I've got to go for the lead. If I'm not the lead, I'm not perfect. But then I realised you don't always have to be the lead. Like, just being in a show is what matters the most. Yeah. yeah. And for most people training at institutions such as this place, the training you're getting is to help you do ensemble stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's to help you just be employable. Yeah. And employability for ensemble is much greater than the couple lead roles yeah. that, that there are in shows. Yeah. So I guess also coming here then is also good because it means that, yes, you've had that experience as a lead, but you could also now sell yourself as an ensemble exactly. member. Exactly. Like a lot of ensemble in Bugsy as well, they all came to Bird. Like I remember nice. when I was telling them, the best thing about uh, Bugsy as well was that my MD would help me with all my like audition prep, which the was That the is best honestly thing. so lucky. <laughs> Generally, that's crazy. It was the best thing. He'd yeah. just go through my sheet music. He'd be like, okay, see, and a lot of MDs as well, they like teach at colleges. He's like, so this is what they want. This is yeah. what they want. And then they'd let me use the stage as well to practice my solo. When like some people would be downstairs, because normally like after dinner, you'd come back to like the hotel. Uh, to the theater mm-hmm. and then you'd play like games and stuff. And so I was like, can I just go up to the stage and just practice my solo? And then I would do the singing with the MD and then I could go round to the adults in the cast and ask them like, so what's Bird like? Like it was the perfect college yeah. like audition experience. Yeah. Cause they were all that. I think at least say I was like, like 15 adults. I think at least 10 of them were Bird. Wow. Literally. But it also goes to show Bird's reputation. Yeah. And it, was that one of the reasons then you chose but yeah, I because think, you had that many people. Yeah, and especially the fact they were all saying the same thing. They're like, trust me, you'll get what you want out yeah. of it. And especially because I was unsure before, but after them saying that and then me going to Bird and feeling the atmosphere, mm-hmm. I realised that it was the place for me. You must have been quite confident in your auditions. Then. <laughs> like, I can't say, I mean, obviously nerves are always there, but I can't say you've been that petrified. No, yeah, I went in because I feel like now, because I'm always nervous before auditions, but the more you do, the more you're like, you know what, I think yeah. I'm getting the hang of it. Especially when I went to Bird, knowing all those people. I think we talked about it after my dance audition. They're like, mm-hmm. so what have you done? And I was like, I'm actually in Bugsy with this many people that came to Bird. And like, <laughs> it was a perfect way to bring yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. That's but, awesome. Like, yeah. Being, you know, the the kind of head of, of Bird or whatever, like hearing that is like, yeah, you know, your tick, 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 tick. Exactly. Tick. You know, well, that's, that's exactly what we're looking <laughs> for. That, yeah, that's, it's a, it's a big privilege, isn't it? Yeah. To, to, to be in. Um, 
to do that. And I'm sure many people are probably quite jealous. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I think the atmosphere that, that is at college is quite supportive. Yeah, as well, it really is. Um, which is nice because yeah. there's no need for that kind of petty pettiness. We're exactly. all here for one reason, which is to become more employable, to get better. Yeah. Um, and to see what life, where life takes us mm. after three years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very excited just to kind of crack it. I do need a rest. I need a break. I need a break. <laughs> I need to, I need to sleep. But I am excited, like just to get like get, get into it. You know, yeah. this first term it has been long. It's been more of an introduction, hasn't it? Mm. Um, but when we start doing things like Paladur and yeah and all that, you know, yeah. the 15 weeks is criminal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, Crazy. it's a lot. Yeah, for those of you who might be unaware, like our first term has been was it a seven week and an eight week? Yeah, with a half term in between, which is. We're, we're still we're still there. I mean, this episode is being recorded on what day is it today? Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. When, <laughs> uh, recorded on Wednesday. We finish tomorrow, and yeah. then this is coming out on Sunday. Uh, so I've got a lot of editing to do as well. Yeah. But anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, the point is that like you've missed Christmases. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then you chose to come here, yeah. which uh, I've missed birthdays as well. And that's birth, that's yeah. rough. Like missing parents' birthdays always hits so much. Yeah, especially like my mum. My mum is like she cares so much about presents. She's so she's such a bougie mum. She wants okay. presents that we can't afford. Okay, but then my dad's the one. I don't want any presents. Yeah. I don't like presents. Like even at Christmas, he's like, don't get me anything. Seriously, mm. don't get me anything. And if we give him something, he's like, I'm gonna give this away to someone who needs oh. it. I'm like, just yeah. take the no, don't say ah, oh. <laughs> just take the present, <laughs> yeah. take it. But then my mum, she's like, I want Joe Malone. I want Gucci. I want this. I'm thinking, oh. with whose money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my mum's so sweet. I said, well, you know, what are you guys list, wish list for Christmas? Yeah. And she was like, I just want to hear you tap because I've never tapped before. Oh. And so she, she just wants a tap solo from me. I was like, That's can't so lie, cute. I can't give you that. Give me like another term. <laughs> Generally, I'm in tap support. You know, I'm trying my hardest, <laughs> but I can't give you a tap solo yeah. right now. You know, maybe next time. Yeah, that that is like my mom. My mom like because especially when you're on, when you're like in West End and stuff. One thing they don't they don't like people taking videos at all. Okay. So my mom started getting into the habit of like voice recording. Like she'll be like, oh. as soon as she sees me walk on stage, she's like voice yeah. record, and then she just go home. I realize I'm like, mom, what are you listening to in the car? And she's just listening back to me singing oh, on stage. That's so sweet. And it is really really cute. I'm <clears> like, oh. Like, yeah, that it is really sweet. does hit me. Yeah, the support from parents is like the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. having that uh, that kind of support structure there like makes life so much easier. Yeah. Um, I kind of had the same with when I was a gymnast. Mm. Uh, I used to do it three times a week. Yeah. That's all I could do because um, it wasn't even it was a club that was like just renting out a place. Yeah. I'm from the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I, the best I could do. Um, I think they're like three and a half hour sessions, mm. and my parents would drive me forty five minutes there, wait oh. for three and a half hours. Then drive me back. That do that three times a week. They'd you know drive me to across the country for competitions. Yeah. Uh, for dance, you know, intensives or whatever mm. with the company that I was in, um, and they kind of did all that. And I was like, I can't not make this work yeah. as a life, as a career. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm just letting them down. That's like, exactly. They've how put I in just as many hours as me. You know. Exactly. Like I can't be like, oh, I did this I many did hours all a by week myself. because. I wouldn't have been able to do it exactly. if I didn't have them. And um, with like leotards that you have mm. to wear as a gymnast, um, you know, we pay ridiculous amounts of money you have to pay yeah, for it. 100%. And then to get them like diamonded and sparkly, you have to pay even, oh, more. even more. So my mum just bought a kit and would sit for hours, oh, and hours, yeah. and she diamonded my leotards. Yeah. You know, because I've had I've had several, um, yeah. and it's just like they put parents put in yeah. so much sometimes that can be underappreciated. Yeah, 100%. Um, and it's like. 
I can't fail now. Yeah, I can't that's 100% not do well because like they've invested so much of their life exactly. in me and missed out on things for yeah. me, you know. And I guess it's it's a nice motivation, yeah. isn't it? Just to, like, to keep going and mm. not giving up. Yeah, it's Is like it? when my whole family moved over to England, I think it hit me then. I was like, you know what? Like I knew I was- Yeah, that's big though. I can't, I can't be waffling out car journeys. You've moved. <laughs> Yeah, that's mental. Yeah, like moving a whole country, I was like, hey, you got, I, can't, I can't fail them anymore. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> genuinely, that was a lot. But even like, I just think like, my dad as well, he always says as well, like he's like, if you ever win an Oscar or a Tony, like don't say me in the speech. Say anybody mm. else, just say me in the speech. Mm. But I always tell him, I'm like, that's very, that's very like, mm, of you. My mum's mm. like, don't forget me. Mm. Do not forget me. But like, of course, like, I have to say my parents. Yeah. Like genuinely, because even if people are like, oh, I got here by myself, there's no way you got here by yourself because there's always people that helped yeah. you along the way. Yeah, even Special if it's not like parents. parents, it's still some sort of support. Like yeah, it's exactly. very difficult to have that level of success purely on your own. Yeah. You know, like we humans, we need help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need support. We're not perfect. Yeah. Uh, and I keep saying to myself, in certain things in life. Now nah, I'll be fine. I can do this on my own. And it's like two months later, it's like, I really can't. Yeah, yeah you, need, you, you, know? you realize you needed someone. Yeah. yeah. As simple as like exercise, I can't exercise on my own. Yeah. You know, if I want to go to the gym, which I haven't been, because <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't got anyone to go with. <laughs> yeah. you know, but I can't do things like that where it's just myself. I, at the start of Bird, I was like doing home workouts and I did it like three times. I was like, nah. Yeah. Nah. Like if I had someone to push me, mm. so maybe I'll find someone. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's difficult to do things on your own. Yeah. Having that support is... Yeah, it's just so necessary. Mm. Um, I've got a list of questions here <laughs> that I'd completely forgot that I had. Um, I've just been going, just like, just going with it. Um, let's have a little look. Anything anything here that we haven't, even, that we haven't talked about? Because mm. I think we've, we've covered quite a lot. Yeah, know? we actually have. Um, man, we've, we've covered most of this. I did a pretty good job. <laughs> Damn. Um, oh, man, have I got everything? Like, this is a whole list right here, and I haven't looked at it. And wow. I think we might have... We may have just done it. We may have covered everything. Um, yeah, this is just about drama school. Okay, in that case, I'll just go off of what comes naturally. <laughs> yeah. um, I think what's, what will be interesting is here, um, things that obviously you want to be a performer, um, but after drama school, yeah. well, like what certain things you might have set your set your eyes on? Is mm. there like a dream character, dream show, like yeah. things like that? Mm. Well, see, like one thing about me, like I've always aspired, like my like, like dream people like like Zendaya or like Viola Davis I like really want to follow like in yeah. their footsteps because like I love theatre because I love the fact it's live so anything mm -hmm. can happen yeah. one thing I just when things go wrong on stage I think that's my favourite times <laughs> like genuinely there's been times where like lights have fallen down mm -hmm. and I'm just like oh damn this is yeah. why I love theatre but like my dream role is probably like I want to be in Dreamgirls like cool. I want to okay. play Dina it was, what's what Beyonce played I really want to play that um, what else do I like? I really like Moulin Rouge. I went to watch that recently. <gasps> Me too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like yeah. that show exceeded my expectations. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a show where like the singing and the dancing, the acting just matches completely. Like there's nothing mm -hmm. above each other. Yeah. I've seen it twice now. Yeah. So good. I want to watch it again. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. insane. Yeah. Like. <sighs> and you get such a different experience where you sit. The first time oh, I was yeah. right at the top because mm. I, I had to pay for the tickets. Yeah. Um, the, the second time I got them from a deceased family member, mm. uh, which is kind of dark. <laughs> but it meant that I was sat like in a really nice place in the stools yeah. and it was so different. It changes it You know, completely. like it was like, whoa, mm. this is, yeah. And like they're always like, they, you can see them kind of going between, 
I don't know. It, it yeah. makes a big difference where you sit, I think. Yeah. Um, not saying one was any better, because I still liked it from my top. You get a nice, get a nice kind of light view. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it does make a difference where you sit. And it, but it is a really good show. Yeah. I think if I'm to watch it a third time, maybe I splash out and sit in those, like, fronts. Oh, I've seats, seen them, you know, yeah. Like, they're really, really good seats. I mean, seats. maybe it would take away from it, because you're, like, having to swivel your head to see what's happening. True. But I think just being right by the performers would just give you such a crazy... Yeah. You know, can we take a pause for a second? Yeah, dream parts. And I started, yeah, I, we ended at Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Oh, I love Moulin Rouge. I've never watched it. Oh, wait. You should. You really should. I, loads no, of musicals I, I haven't pick. watched. I've only watched a select, like, five. I haven't watched many. Yeah. I've I haven't watched some. You don't need to watch many. You just do them. Yeah. Just do them. <laughs> like, have you watched Bugsy on stage? No. Exactly. exactly. Have you watched Matilda on stage? No. Okay, what's the last one? Uh, have you watched Annie on stage? No. no. Okay, well, you know what? There we go. It's like, I haven't watched many musicals. I've been in the ball. You've been in there. I haven't watched them. Maybe you should watch them. I see, actually should. See someone else do like what you've done. Yeah. And then it's an educational experience as well, yeah. as well as just enjoying it True. as a show. I love seeing other people's like adaptations of roles. I don't yeah. know what it is. That's why I like, especially in child acting, because there's three casts. So like in rehearsals a lot, we you your cast would be sitting and you're just watching the other like group just do it. Yeah. And like the way you see, because I remember like the three Tallulas, we were all completely different. We all did it different. Even the way we sang was completely different. Because when I was in Bugsy, I got to do Western Live. That was my first cool. time ever. Because I, I always watch Western Live like on YouTube and stuff. But this was the year where like they didn't want kids doing it because of COVID. Mm. And so like in Matilda, they always used to get Matilda to come and sing Naughty. But this time they got. Uh, Mr. Wormwood to sing a song telly. Okay. So I went and I was so scared. I was I messaged my mom. I was like, Mom, have you seen how many people are out there? My brother somehow made it into the audience. And but he was like, my brother's such a brag. He says he's not, but he is. He was talking to people next to me. He's like, by the way, my sister's coming out. Get <laughs> and I was like, since when have you actually acted like you yeah, care? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But genuinely, I remember I was messaging my mom. I was like, Mom, I'm so scared. And then we have like a family group chat. And my brother put in the group chat. He was like, "Magic Mike just went. That was disgusting. So fair, you better, you better do good." And I was like, "Jesus." How old is he? Oh, my brother's uh, twenty-two right now. Okay. Yeah, and he's fully academic. So yeah, and that's why I always say my parents got best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Magic Mike's awesome. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it disgusting. I think it's like I don't know, man. One day, like, I was such a cool show to yeah. be. Yeah, I think it's just because my brother, my brother's like, I can't believe my little sister's watching that. Like, ew. Like me, yeah. I was like, they are sick dancers. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother was like, ooh, they're shirtless. Like the trick, <laughs> ooh, they're shirtless. <laughs> yeah. I know, I think it's just like the tricks they do and just like their vibe. Yeah, like, they even have tap in yeah. it. Like, it is sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched um, um, like Magic Mike on stage. Yeah. But I think I will. But it's in a casino, isn't it? Yeah. Which is, I don't know, it's, that's interesting. Because I've started to notice as well, especially at theatre schools, there's more boys now that are realising like Magic Mike isn't just like, oh, it's a show like Magic Mike. It's actually like, that's a performance. A lot of yeah. people, boys are starting to realise, they're like, you know what, I actually want to do Magic Mike. Mm-hmm. Like, Henry who's in my group, he actually <laughs> aspires to be a Magic Mike. Yeah. And that boy has such a good mindset, a bird. It's like, same yeah, with I've Na- seen. Same with Naomi. they've yeah. got really good mindsets. Yeah, yeah you need a good mindset. Yeah, exactly. If, if you want to do well, you need a good mindset. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah totally. I've seen them both of them. Like, the yeah. way they work in ballet as well. Yeah. Because Henry hasn't done as much ballet as Naomi. Yeah. But they both attack it the same way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, if they're watching this, I, I don't know. Uh, sorry for to- sorry we're talking you. about you, you know? <laughs> it's all good things, isn't it? I was just interested in what was next, you know? Like, I don't, I've got w- any ideas. I do want to start getting into more TV side. But when I say that, like, it's because I'm a bit cringy, but I used to watch the series called Glee, where it was literally okay. about I've singing. seen a bit of Glee. Yeah. <laughs> I d- 
I did it because I was friends with some girls at my secondary school who loved it. Yeah. And I wanted to be able to talk to them about something. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I didn't like it. Yeah, it's more just like, I don't want to be like it to be like that, but I just want it to be on TV where it includes like singing, dancing and acting yeah. so I don't leave that behind. But even if I end up in a serious drama, I'll be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Like, have you done much on TV? I've only done like like voice work. You say like... only though, as well. <laughs> like, just be aware of who's in the room with you. <laughs> you know, wait, have you done? We have. Oh, oh what have you done? A little camera woman. Um, an You've done an advert <laughs> and a voice. Damn. Wow. Okay, well, when you're with me and I've done nothing, so I've only done like own yeah. it. Like cool. okay, I've done I've done like um, voiceover work for like cartoons nice. or like which cartoons. Oh, uh, it's like, you know, it's no. a tiny little cartoon, but I was only in that for like a little fraction of a second. <laughs> or like I used to do like, uh, what are they called? Oh, like, you know, like when kids are learning like the ABCs and mm. stuff, you'd always have like CDs for that. I'm the little kid going, A, <laughs> B, that's oh. me. You've forgotten something. Oh, what have I forgotten? Shoes. 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 Oh my gosh. The <laughs> advert in Jersey and I yeah. was in one of the adverts. Huh? That was my flex for when I was a kid. That was my flex. Yeah. Or like my voice has been used in like like they have movies where they just want like say like they wanted a choir once when I was in Sylvia's wanted mm -hmm. a choir of kids so they got us like in this massive massive hall with the best acoustics ever and we just had to sing sing like little choir kids we had outfits and everything. Oh nice. But yeah, I really like voiceover work. That's really fun. Yeah. With the way they um they cast for voiceover work, for example, someone going through the ABCs. Yeah. Like, what? What is it they're looking for? Because if it's just someone saying ABCs, is it just how your voice sounds? Yeah, you know what? Like, I don't know. I've always thought about that because my mum always says, my mum's like, I could do voiceover. Yeah. It's like, why don't they choose me? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, maybe because they're just not looking for you, mum. But like, I don't know. I've had voiceover auditions. One thing I like about that is that you don't actually have to learn the script because like, especially when you get a self-tape that like on a Saturday and they say they want you, they want you to film it for a Sunday, mm -hmm. you're sitting in your room trying to cram those lines in. Yeah. But like with voiceovers, I think especially with kids ones, you really have to have a bright sound, especially because they always want it in like, if it's like, they want it in my own accent, so I'm like fine with it. But me personally, I feel like my own accent is just really dull and like really like <laughs> down. And so like, they always are like, okay, smile. Or they make me like, they make me have like a fizzy drink or sweets before and just like get just bright <laughs> and happy. And I think generally, I think they just want people because of the tone of their voice, generally. Yeah. Like, I think sometimes you may just be lucky with it. They're like, you know what? I kind of like the way she said A. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we want to use her. Because I feel like surely it's got to be luck. Because, no, yeah. you know, your mum could have done that advert. That's what I'm saying. Put my mum could have put it on. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You might as well try really? That's so funny. That was like, that was like an advert. I forgot the first ever job I ever did. <laughs> It was a Disneyland advert. Mm -hmm. And like, this is when I had my, my agent. And they were like, they're looking for a family. You guys may as well do it. And I remember like the first question they asked, they were like, what was your favorite holiday? And of course, we're literally auditioning for Disneyland. So my brother, my mum, my dad, they all said, oh my God, Disneyland. And I was like, Canada, <laughs> that's the one. And I remember my mum was like, why would you say that? <laughs> yeah. Now we haven't got the job. And then we got an email and they're like, we think you're the perfect family. We literally got flown out to Disneyland Whoa. Orlando. Oh my, my, and we got picked up by a limousine. I don't know Sorry. how to say this yeah that's crazy <laughs> bring this up. that's mental <laughs> this is my first ever job and oh my gosh it was a, we even had the wrist oh my gosh it was the biggest hotel i've ever been in and of course my mom 
my mom bless them because both my parents were from Zimbabwe. Like they met, they've been together since they were thirteen, so they're like proper oh, high school sweethearts. Damn, and my mom, one thing about her though, she's a gossip. Mm. <laughs> she was like on her phone. She's like, oh my god, did you see the swimming pool? <laughs> like my mom was having the best time. Yeah, she probably took a lot of photos of oh, Facebook. 100%. Her Facebook would have been my flooded. mom's Facebook is me. Like yeah. it could be a bot of me. That's crazy. That's so Genuinely, sweet though. Yeah, that's nice. Damn, my mom you're flown out. Flown out. It was Ooh. like, and this was the first time I ever realized I didn't know there was stairs in a plane we were really? yeah if you've never seen it we were in we no, were no, sitting no no i've seen it what i what i'm surprised about is the fact that you hadn't <laughs> no. yeah you I, I was sitting i was sitting in a plane and i was just i looked behind me the stairs and i'm thinking oh, maybe uh, my dumb i was so stupid but i thought i was like maybe that's where the pilot goes but i was like wait <laughs> the front of the plane yeah and then i realized my dad because my dad wasn't sitting me and my mum were at the front i think we were in business class and my brother was at the back of business class but then my dad was the only one that got put in first class which makes no sense to me because like i, I i'm yeah, the reason we're here the, yeah. mm, <laughs> but anyway terrible. he went he went upstairs and he was into first class and it was the first time i ever saw like stairs in a plane damn so when confused. i i as a kid I, I i went on more holidays as a kid than i have now yeah um and i don't know why but <laughs> You know, like the plane is like double decker planes. Yeah. You walk in, and then it's there's really like cool. the stairs going up, and then there's go down one aisle or yeah. go down the other. Like, exactly. I know, I'm just used to it. It is. Just stairs. See, I think I've only ever been in one plane that's like that, though. Mm. Like I've never gone up the stairs. I've oh, just seen neither, neither. I've neither. never I've been only, in that fancy, seen whatever's up there, you know? Yeah. Like, who knows the world that is, that's laid out above? Because, yeah. like, down the bottom, you never just cram as many seats yeah. as you can. Probably quite luxury. Nice. Yeah. Nice up there. Yeah. But, like, so they paid for you. To go there, plane yeah. tickets, everything paid for. Literally, like I don't know what it is, and everyone says this. It's like even like you know when you make your own food and it tastes nice, but when somebody else makes mm. it, it tastes better. Mm. It's like that when somebody else pays for your stuff, it just feels better. Yeah, because <laughs> we didn't have to pay for any of it. Yeah. like oh. it was a it was literally a holiday and like work in one. We were literally yeah. getting paid. It was it was crazy. And so they were just filming your family. At Disneyland, like at we, Disneyland. we had to meet, like I had to meet Mickey Mouse, and it was literally they didn't. But can I just say this now? They didn't do anything. <laughs> they just stood in a semicircle whilst I was doing all the talking. I was talking to Mickey Mouse, had a hug and everything. And yeah. all my mum, you could see her on the advert. She was just smiling. She's like, oh, yeah. That's so funny. But you know, you're you're the actor. You yeah. know, you're the performer. True. You know what? They give you all the things to do, and they'll just enjoy the holiday. Yeah. Damn. Imagine though, like being paid just to. Well, you don't need to imagine. You've done it. <laughs> but for like as viewers and listeners. Damn, that's uh, yeah, that was amazing. That's, I can't believe you've had an exciting life so far. Yeah, yeah. I, d I love. I just love the like. It's just that like, with theatre, it's just so like uncertain. You never mm -hmm. know what's coming next. But also like, you know, who knows what's going to happen? What type of thing is going to happen? Like, yeah. there's so many different things exactly. that suddenly could could happen. Yeah. You don't know kind of what route you might mm -hmm. go down. You seem to have done quite a bit of bit of it all. Yeah, you've got quite a, a nice range of experience. Um, and now you know all these people come post grad. Yeah, true. You've, you've got you've got the links. Yeah, you know you know the people. And I think that's one of the hardest things that people find, from what I've heard. Yeah, is like it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think you're you're in a really good place mm. because you know things and you know people. You've yeah. got both. You know, so um, I'm so excited to see kind of what kind of opportunities, even whilst you're here. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of get given to you. Um, yeah, I think I think yeah, it's it's very exciting. Yeah, you know? and um, I think it's always really nice, you know, student success, especially when Bird posts it. It's like yeah, 
Damn. My dreams would be people, on the bird Instagram. I'm oh, you telling will you. Be. I just want the I just want my picture mm-hmm. next to a show. Yeah. In the I hope we Instagram. all will be. You know, yeah. Everyone gets an opportunity. I always say that I'm well I'm so excited to just like go and just start paying for tickets to go watch my friends in shows. Yeah. That is the best feeling when mm-hmm. you see your friend on stage. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Cool. It's been a great episode. Yeah. I don't really know how to, to, to wrap it up. Um, I always leave the whole like, like subscribe spill to the end. Oh, yeah. Which is probably not a great place to have it because it's like 40 odd minutes in. Yeah, true. Have you got any kind of like last words, any bits of wisdom? Oh. You know, anything wise? I or don't know. Honestly, I'm putting you on the spot there. No, it yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, I just say, even though it sounds like a cliche, like even if there's periods like in your life where there's just massive pauses or mm. stuff like that, you shouldn't let that get you down. Cause I, I was like affected by pauses in my life. And if it wasn't for my parents, I probably like at that point I was like, I don't, maybe acting wasn't for me, mm. but generally those pauses in life are like the best places to just stop and reflect on what you've done. Yeah. Cause like I was only 14 at that point. So like just to look back and realize, you know what? I've been a Matilda. I've been an Annie. I've just a lead role. I can take a time and just breathe. Cause yeah. I, you got to take time to just realize you're actually a teenager. Like I'm still a teenager. Four years till I'm twenty. I know. Like oh, <laughs> next year for me. Next year, next year twenty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. Turn nineteen in November. Can't Special wait. times. Yeah, but I just think it's for especially for performers. Just got to take a time and breathe. Mm-hmm. When you have those moments, you can breathe. Got to really hold on to them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like that. That's really good. Thank you so much for coming on. It's all right. It's been Thanks a great episode. Um, thank you everyone for for listening and watching. Uh, this has been the Movement Theories podcast. We've mentioned about rebranding a couple of times. I don't know if it's going to happen. We'll see. Um, but yeah, hope you've enjoyed the episode. There's loads more kind of probably in the, like, the suggested bar. So if you're interested in any of the other topics we've talked about, you know, go have a look. You can save it for another day. Uh, I've been Josh. This is T-Fair. And I'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.